now I kind of have three and a half podcasts. I've Model Rail Radio, I have Attic Aficionados, I have This Comes Next, and I have Short Funk. And the evolution of all three of these, well, Model Rail Radio, there's only little bits that can evolve. It's pretty well baked in terms of the general format. Becoming a little bit shorter, a little bit longer between shows, but most of that is just associated with the editing. The editing for Model Rail Radio is particularly extreme because there are so many different speakers, so many different participants, so many different audio qualities, and so many different acute and somewhat curious, I won't call it speech impediments, but just speaking styles that need to be modified in some regard to be uniform. It's difficult really to understand the level of editing that I put into Model Rail Radio, because the aim is to produce something which sounds seamless to a listening audience. Take into consideration what I'm doing with This Comes Next and Attic Aficionados, Brandon, and to a lesser extent Jay, have speaking voices that require relatively little manipulation. With Jay, I do a bit of a tidy up. There are certain speech methods that she uses that I just have to work around a bit, and I've explained that to her. I think we're in good stead associated with trying to clean up the audio in some degree. What I used to do historically was show people YouTube clips of me actually editing their voice, which I did for a period of time for a few participants in Model Rail Radio, just to try and explain to them that maybe if they paused a little bit and then took sentences at a slightly different angle, it's very difficult to actually identify speech impediments to people in real time or even through recordings. So, you know, I'm satisfied with the work that I need to do associated with Jay's audio. And with Brandon, it's relatively minor. There are a few ums and ahs and things that I clean up. But in general, what comes out in Attic Aficionados is more cleaned up on my side, actually. What I find with Brandon and that I find genuinely fascinating is that he is considerably more lucid and quick-witted than I am in general. And I think probably part of that is associated with my workday life. But also part of that is associated with just the kinds of stuff that one has to do. I mean, I reflect that in a typical time frame of a week, I might work with 80 to 100 different people. It really is very curious the number of people that I work with through my work. Now, true, I've got a core of maybe a dozen, two dozen people that I work with on a daily basis. But in terms of extended teams, in terms of a variety of other different things. I think realistically I do meet and interact with a lot of people and sometimes I just genuinely forget people's names and things like that. It's the nature of my workday life. And in recording these podcasts, in presenting this audio, I'm trying to get out not just the basic ideas that come through the general recording to recording, but actually broader meta ideas that I'm starting to embrace. That'll have to be a topic for another recording, I think.